hey y'all welcome to backstage at the bluebird our inaugural episode where i johnny ellis introduce andrew andrew jones howdy to the wonderful show and the wonderful world and the wonderful city of nashville tennessee usa this is an abc show Right. It is for now. Yes. yes. <laughs> but for the first three seasons, it's an ABC Studios <laughs> broadcast corporation show. So far, yes. So far. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll guess uh, that one. Look, 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 I'm learning the ropes. You've got to start with your ABCs. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've got to go G, D, A, G, D, <laughs> A, B. I don't know country music. <laughs> Well, hopefully by the end of this, you will. Um, the episode or the whole show? <laughs> Let's go for the show, but okay. you know, if, if we're lucky, the episode, who knows? Oh, um, right. Skip so, to the end, um, see how I'm doing. So if we've I can just, do a yodel. Yes, we've just... Uh, sorry. We've just finished watching uh, Pilot, the uh, aptly named Pilot episode. Can't get Nashville. more interesting a title than that. It tells you everything. <laughs> No, but but we should go into specifics. I've never seen more than like yeah, ten minutes of the show before. I thought you'd watched the first episode before, but it, maybe it'd been. Turns too out, long. turns out, didn't make it more than ten minutes because really? uh, okay. I, I did not realize the powers at Booth would be in the first episode, <laughs> even though yeah, because his name comes up in the credits, but that happens after the opening logo, which is yep. ten minutes into the show. So I didn't make yes. it that yep. far. It turns out. Okay, right. That makes sense then. If you didn't make it to the end of this episode, I I understand why you didn't uh, get become fully invested. Um, yes, of course. But yeah, but, uh, I I yeah, this is a show that's close to my heart. I've I've only ever watched the show the whole way through once, so this is my first rewatch of it, which is quite intriguing. Um, it's uh, it's strange seeing just how much is set up in this first episode already. Um, so we open with uh, the Eli Young band uh, singing Even If It Breaks Your Heart over um, shots of Nashville God I'm glad you know this kind of stuff this oh yeah I was yeah, not I, ready to I, research I've made notes um, <laughs> and do you so remember this... the first line of the show well I was going to ask real quick the band so yeah. Eli Young band the Eli Young band I haven't looked into them actually to be honest Sorry. It, it popped up on the uh, on I would, the I would, assume, on the I would assume to some degree led by Eli Young uh, I believe so. Yes. Or maybe it's just a bit um, a joke. <laughs> Eli Young is a guy they know. They want to frame him for murder, so they fall in locations <laughs> where murders happen and say, "Well, you haven't got an alibi. You're playing on stage, but then you got off stage to well, perform murder. You're arrested." Actually, um, it's um, Mike Eli on lead vocals and guitar, oh. and James Young and John oh. Jones on bass guitar. Sorry, James Young on guitar, John Jones on bass guitar, and. Chris Thompson drums, but it's just called the Eli Young Band, so it's not the Eli Young Jones Thompson Band. Yeah, and as a Jones, I find this offensive. More <laughs> Jones in music, please. So they've been Bowie changed his name. <laughs> Ziggy. We've got, Tom, we've got we've got Tom Jones. We've got Kelly Jones of the Stereophonics. But what else <laughs> have we got? Nora. Well, there's not many Ellis's. I'm I'm running halfway. With Eli, that's yeah, but they don't say you know any you know keeping up with the Ellis's. That's not a thing. <laughs> it's not as common. Yeah. Smith Brown and Jones. So here Ellis. you are complaining, and I've got nothing. Yeah, I, but there's underrepresentation I've got an island, of Jones. It's an underrepresentation of the wide swath of Jones. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to deep 
dive so deep into this. It's, like, it's, it's it was the just same little... as, look, Mohammed is the most popular name out there. And it's like right. doing something where no one's named Mohammed. It's like, no, you're not representing enough <laughs> of a, you're not making a microcosm of the whole of the world if you're <laughs> just censoring out Mohammed or a Jones. You've got to have the right amount of these people just so we can have like, yeah, that is what society was like. At in, in a nutshell, crammed in percentage wise, <laughs> it's just the first line of my notes. <laughs> more, more Jones and music, please. Don't be afraid. Thanks for joining us. Jones a little bigger, darling. Um, so yeah, do you remember the, the first line of um, of the of the show? Um, I believe uh, it's uh, welcome to Los Angeles, California, where no music <laughs> is played. And everyone gets laid. <laughs> it's uh, Teddy, a little help, please. Said by ah. Raina, the the arguably the star of the show. Connie Britton. Can't get better. Yep, Connie Britton. Uh, so, plays so, Raina James. And it was, so, who, who, who needed a little help? Uh, Teddy. She, Teddy. Need, she needs a little help from Teddy. because now, uh, Teddy's the daughter... right? <laughs> no, Teddy is her husband. Teddy's the husband? Yeah. Who names someone called Teddy? Would you Teddy, marry a Teddy? Teddy Conrad. Yeah, I know. Would you vote for someone called Teddy? I'd vote for someone called Teddy over some, over marrying them and having children with them, to be honest. <laughs> well, so there's Teddy Teddy and Raina, right. uh, Teddy Conrad and Raina James. Oh, she's a, she didn't take his name, he well, didn't take her name. She's, she's a country star, so she's got to keep the name, I think. Okay, um, but if, okay, if you were married to Dolly Pardon, would you call yourself Johnny Ellis or Johnny Pardon? True. True. Right? Embrace? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's the choice they went with. Yeah, um, and they've got. And, and, uh, by the way, congratulations on your uh, matrimony. So, ah, thank you very much. It was a beautiful ceremony. <laughs> um, so it's we're in uh, the, the the James or the Conrad household, um, and the two daughters, Maddie and Daphne Conrad, now, are Maddie around. Conrad and uh, Daphne. Daphne Conrad. Are yep. we sure? Yep. Oh, really? Why? Why? Half and half. Half and half. Um, one, one gets the father's name, one gets the mother's name. Let's keep. Let's if we're not going to change names, <laughs> let's either double barrel it or split the family. <laughs> well, I mean, um, Maddie and Daphne are played by real life sisters, um, Lennon and Maisie Stella, um, and it's so weird rewatching this. Just how young they are here, because, because... now they're about. Uh, well, they're in retirement homes, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean. Lennon, um, both of them are quite successful uh, artists in their own right now. Uh, Lennon, I believe, has uh, released uh, an LP, an album recently. Um, I don't think she's stuck too close to the country stuff, but um, but somehow, she's, somehow, she's someone good. found her and uh, said, "Hey, you from obscurity should be part of the music industry." <laughs> years, ye- years into a TV show, yeah. I mean, they're already like releasing singles during this show. You know, the, the show itself was releasing singles, nah. um, and albums. What? Uh, which brings us to I our s- first I song. S- I, and I suppose you're going to say that at some point they did some sort of live touring <laughs> concert, but that'd be ridiculous. Funny you'd say that because right. we go straight from from uh, the Conrad James household, where she to, is uh, Raina James singing "Already Gone" at the cut Grand Ole Opry. Cut straight from. Yeah. Her looking at herself, bang, right to the Opry, right in the middle um, of the song. At a celebration of Wattie White, her uh, producer, um, 
who I believe is retiring. And now, uh, yeah, what he writes is a retiring producer who has yeah. also got cancer and is starting to create meth. Around <laughs> um, to wrong show, wrong show. No, what? <laughs> so a celebration of what he writes. Um, where where Raina uh, also meets Scarlett um, Scarlett Connors Scarlett O'Connor sorry, uh, sorry no. played by yeah. Claire Bowen the incomparable Claire Bowen my favourite the unconquerable my favourite actress Claire in this whole show um, the unsinkable Claire Bowen uh, whose uncle Deacon is um, Raina's lead guitar in her band yes Deacon of course, this is uh, this is I would venture the matinee idol of the show, Chip Eston from Who's Line Is It Anyway? Chip Eston, Chip Eston from Who's Line Is It Anyway? It's Chip Eston. Um, so Scarlett meets Raina and introduces her to Avery, her boyfriend. Um, who, who, total cool guy. Nothing yep. wrong with him whatsoever. I think they by the my prediction for season six, the final episode. <laughs> like you and Dolly Parton, married. Okay, right. And, and in love, and nothing has gone wrong for six seasons. Just a perfect loving relationship between the two of them. <laughs> this is bolstered by the fact that in a bit of time, he has a staring fling with the other lead actress <laughs> of the show. And I think that's just like a throwaway, like, oh, you think he's going to be this guy? No. Perfect. Perfect gentleman for the next six seasons. My other leading actress. Could you possibly mean Juliet Barnes, I, I, played by Hayden Panettiere? Panettiere? Yeah. Panettiere? Yeah. Panholder. Am I not? <laughs> Who is the next character we are introduced to? She's in addressing them. Um, she is the next big thing. She, she uh, is backstage, she's... not at the Bluebird, as we are right no. now as here. Um, she is in her dressing room at the uh, Grand Ole Opry. Um, waiting so you're to saying that way too quickly, the Grand Ole Opry. The Grand <laughs> Ole Opry. <laughs> um, and How do you spell so of... much? A pile of books, driving them crazy. She's already written a book. Um, and some albums. I couldn't get a look at the title of the album, but I believe it was All My Angels, which is the album that is on the wall further on in the episode. when um, At the, uh, rec- uh, the record. Yeah, at the record um, label. Label. Label, that's the word. Yep. I know yep. the industry. <laughs> I've been involved. Label. Yes. And she's also testing out perfume bottles. She is all filled with water. So how is she going to choose it? Because she she's smart, and what we're <laughs> establishing here is she's smart and young, and full of muscle, <laughs> and with a, uh, a a drug addicted mother who calls her mobile somehow. Somehow her mum's got her mobile number. Um, cell phone. This is natural. Cell phone. Sorry. <laughs> and she um, don't like that one. Yeah. She's not. She's not to happy with her it. assistant. Her assistant is supposed to be. Uh, making sure that her mum doesn't have her cell phone number and she says she has to change it again and throws the entire phone in the bin in the yep. trash can sorry trash can she's got thank you she's got <laughs> cell phone money she's got money to burn her um cut two we're back in the corridors backstage at the grand Ole ole opry some um, say the the halls of power in nashville yes uh, and Raina James bumps into Audrey and Coleman Carlyle. Coleman uh, is about to um, announce his mayoral, mayoral, mayoral candidate. Candidacy. Um, candidacy. Uh, he himself will be Monday. said candidate. And he wants Raina to perform for her, for him, rather. Well, yeah, that, look, you're getting your pronouns all messed <laughs> up over here. 
Right. I'm just excited to be back in Nashville, man. Um, it's been a while. <laughs> it has been too long. Um, Juliet comes out into the corridors and bumps into Deacon. Right, uh, remember him? Completely fan <laughs> Charles Eston. Uh, fan goes over him and just yep. says how much she she loves his music, especially Been and Gone, which we haven't heard yet, but who knows? Maybe we Probably will. never will. I'm guessing. Um, and we learn that Deacon has been with Raina for about 20 years or so as her guitarist. Right, not as like Juliet. a love on the side, because she's got Teddy. Yes, she does have Teddy. Teddy. Um, and then we get uh, Juliet. Theodore. Juliet uh, bumps into Avery, or Avery bumps into Juliet. Uh, and he apologizes. he apologizes, and she said, oh, don't apologize, you should try it again sometime when he's slower. Woohoo! And I don't understand what that means. Um, does she like getting hit? Is that the thing? <laughs> it's like uh, Don Cheeto at the start of Crash when he's talking about we all we all live in our bubbles. Sometimes you have to have to crash into each other to feel something. Is that is I that mean, what yeah, she's referring is, to? This is a, a loose adaptation of Crash. Yes, this is going to uh, solve racism in Nashville, <laughs> and also there will be a scene in which people have a lot of sex at car crashes. It's going to do. It's going to redo both of those films. <laughs> Um, it's got hey look we've got 124 episodes yeah De- at least two of them have to be crash related now <laughs> well before that we haven't even had uh, Raina and Juliet meeting which we have now what the, 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 the leads of the show the two leads of the show this is going to go perfectly right sure oh, look because Raina's old guard and Juliet name correct yep Juliet yep. Juliet is young and scrappy and the two of them are just going to be like best friends because they understand the industry and that women have to stick together to stop any kind of, I don't know, some sort of terrible producers, some overwhelming record labels. They've got to stand tall and be successful together and not fight because there's no point in fighting against each other when they can work together, right? Well, Juliet tells Raina that uh, her mama is one of, was one of your biggest fans. Before she went to the drugs. Um, and that... She used to have Raina's music on while Juliet was in the womb because Juliet couldn't escape. Because Raina's <laughs> old. Do you get it? She's old. Yeah. And also, I think that means that the music had an effect on Juliet, which is why she turned out to be not a drug addict. So uh, it's a compliment. Perhaps. In fact, yeah. it's a compliment. Yeah. Backhanded, but it's a compliment all the same. Hey, that's um, how I do all my. <laughs> while uh, while Raina says. Uh, you, you, you better hurry on and make sure those girls are tucked in before you go out on stage. And she's referring to her daughters. Yeah. Because yeah. Hayden Panettiere <laughs> is actually the babysitter. And, right? Yeah. Okay, Of cool. course. Uh, and now the crux, the, the crux of the, the whole show, really, is that uh, Raina's losing ticket sales and uh, her album's fallen down in the charts. It's, it's, she's not as popular as she once was. What? So we need a new idea. We need we need something to, to to bring her to a new generation. And what what better idea than to combine her tour with Juliet's tour? But who now, goes on first? Exactly, that's the thing. So they're bringing a, they're bringing a young scrappy newcomer to the tour of an old, well-established star. And basically, Ju- Raina has to open for Juliet. That's not Even though at some point that was going to switch. Right. Yep. It's like it's like it's like Connor for real and Hunter the Hungry. <laughs> it's a hundred percent. Yeah. 
It's basically pop star never stop never stopping is happening in Nashville, and um, I can't wait for one of them to have a problem where where's their dick? Well, where's their dick though? I, I don't know who's not going to have a dick out of the two of them. Well, that's the pitch. Uh, Rainer has to come to the decision by next Monday and let the um, let the new label head Marshall Evans um, at Edge Hill Republic Records know what her decision is. Um, she don't want to do it. It's pride. Yeah, and she's busy watching uh, Juliet singing "Love Like Mine," our second song of the show, okay. on stage uh, through the through the TV systems, and she's not happy. She switched it's, it's it off not her music. Through. Yeah, yep. And then Which we come we to the title to. card. We're at Nashville. That's the show. The show is Nashville. Just in so, case you weren't so aware, so it's a guitar bridge going down the strings. Yeah, and it says Nashville, but it's in a different font, and then it just turns into another font all of a sudden and that's yep. it yeah natural Simple. two Simple. fonts two titles yep <laughs> there's the title on the poster and there's i guess and then there's the title on i don't know the ticket that you're flying to nashville exactly yes professional um, and country so now i don't i don't get the title treatment yet i don't know if it's gonna have any relevance later on um no it's just um it, i from what i recall it doesn't change throughout the Oh, it's not the like show. the Cougar Town situation where slowly onwards they're regretting calling it Nashville because they're shooting it in <laughs> Vancouver. And it's like, we wish we didn't call it this, but now it's on our T- VTRs, TVRs, whatever they call them. <laughs> I don't know technical stuff with TVs either. I don't know anything. This is a good part of the show. Is <laughs> I'm going to be on an educational journey. Well, let me uh, educate you about Lamar Wyatt and Lamar Wyatt Day, which is uh, becoming a thing. Lamar okay. Wyatt. Played by the late great Powers Booth. Our first introduction to him. I just so, did my, uh, you know, the cross. Oh. Um, so Lamar is Raina's daddy. Um, Don't. No. She, I'm pretty sure she calls him daddy. That she word. does. It's. Yeah. I don't get people calling him that. Father. <laughs> Papa. Papa. Um, Andre. So she turns up to support her daddy. Uh, for Lamar Wyatt Day, uh, and she's late, and she asks, "Don't, don't ask me to do this again. I don't want to be involved with this family. Yeah. There's, there's some, you know, there's, there's some rifts in between the family here." Um, and we see uh, Juliet singing "Boys and Bussets" in the studio, right. while uh, her entourage around her are all just saying how bad she is and how. Um, she uh, auto tune is going to fix it, which is weird because uh, when I saw people in entourages, they used to be quite po- positive on the star, <laughs> and that uh, you know they were the best person at all. I even did a whole podcast about you know you did that. indeed. Um, but Juliet's a heartbreaker, but she's also a moneymaker. You know, yeah. Um, but who 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 would be a fan of Juliet Barnes? But Raina's two daughters. Oh, that's convenient. Who hear her in the car and they say, Oh, turn it up, turn it up. And she turns it off. She's not she's not a fan. She does what, sorry? She's she's not a fan. She what does she do with the music? She turns it off. Oh, like a light switch. Like a light switch. <laughs> What's that in reference to? I'm confused Book of now. Oh uh, right. I've still not listened to Book of Mormon. It's not country. Turn it off. It's um, not country. In fact, it's as far from country as possible. It's it's the great white way. 
so we're back at uh, Radio and Teddy's house and uh, they're worried about um, the record and tour and bills. Um, Raina doesn't want to yeah, lie. Why are they worried about money? Well, they're, they're... What did they say they were? They were uh, cash oh, poor. They're cash poor? But why? Yeah. Why are they cash poor? She's, you know, a, a successful star, although... You know, yeah, but her, her numbers are, are dropping. Her numbers may be not dropping, but, you know, he's got to be well off, right? He's not got any problems going on with him. He's... Got some problems going on, but maybe uh, Lamar could help fix that. No. Give uh, Teddy a sense of purpose. Um, Raina doesn't want to lie and pretend she likes Juliet's music. Of course. But she won't get support for her album. She says no. And she's definitely against borrowing money from Daddy. (laughs) Why? So she goes to uh, Randy, uh, to Randy's uh, apartment, to ask about these three songs that he suggested to release. And she wants to release one of them as a bonus track. But yeah. all gone. She took too long. She was against it at first, but now that her numbers are dropping, she, she wants to do it, but it's too late. They're all gone. And it took about a year to find those three, so- three songs. He can't find another one so quickly. Of course not. And she's like, oh, I'm going to have to, you know, I don't get it with this Juliet. She's, you know, young. She's adolescent crap. She She sounds like feral cats. Well, we've all heard what feral cats sound like, and they sound like Taylor Swift. (laughs) We should should re-watch cats, I know. Um, And who's in the bedroom listening but Juliet? Juliet is sleeping with Randy. Oh, my gosh. I know. And then... Right. Uh, wait, hold on a second. Is Randy right. a main part of the show? Because he was just like this random guy. No, or I don't. Or you got Rand, Randy because he's a random no, guy. No, he, he is. And also because his he name is Randy. His name is Randy. He is a Randy oh. guy and he's a random guy. <laughs> hey, um, it's a well-written show. <laughs> yeah. Um, and hey, now we come to the Bluebird Cafe. What? Where we are now? 16 minutes in, finally, 16 minutes at the Bluebird Cafe. Perfect. And we see Deacon played by... Chip Eston. Charles Eston. Chip. Uh, in the round, which is um, in the middle of everyone, uh, singing Back Home, which is quite nice. Did you like Back Home? Found Back Home? It uh, did not resonate with no. me. What do you think about his singing? I, I would just say the music didn't really, didn't really attract um, me on this one. He's, he's got a strange fun. voice. It's very disconcerting. All right. Well, maybe... He's, yeah, he's, got, he's got a twang to his... Country. This is the pilot episode. There's room for improvement, but um, he's more tissue, is what I'm saying. Uh, did you know, by the way? Um, <laughs> did you know Charles what? Aston uh, won, uh, got a, uh, a Guinness Gram- World Record? Oh, what? For yeah, uh, for, for, for most consecutive for weeks, world. most consecutive weeks to release an original digital single by mu- by a music act. So he uh, this was back in 2018. Oh, when he was releasing music. Yeah, he was. He had a hashtag every single Friday campaign, um, which began on fifteenth of July, twenty sixteen, and ended on twenty first of July, twenty seventeen. Um, and he posted every Friday. He posted a, a brand new song. Just a little tidbit for you there. Um, All of them cover versions of Eiffel sixty five. Oh yeah, yeah. After 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 week three. Came very hard. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so Julia is in. Is there in, in, 
incognito with glasses, sunglasses and a hat on, listening to um, her favourite songwriter, uh, Deacon, sure. uh, sat in the church pews, which are like sort of to the left of the bluebird, as you know, because we're here right now. Um, well, I'm backstage, you can't see it. Ah. <laughs> Should just pick, take a peek. Um, um, no, no, my eyes have just been gouged out, so that's a problem. <laughs> the, sh the show ends, and uh, Avery, who we haven't really spent much time with yet, no. um, Scarlett's boyfriend, uh, comes up to Good guy. Um, <laughs> Good guy. I thought you said the guy, you know, that guy. Um, he, he comes up guy. to Deacon and he yeah. says, I've been listening. I, I gave you a demo, remember? Remember that demo I gave you? It's kind of country, punk, cerebral. Uh, to punk. which Deacon says punk is code for you can't play at all. Um, but he says he promises he won't uh, use it as a coaster. He will listen to it one day. And then up comes Gunner. Oh, yeah. Lovely Gunner. You know Gunner's English? Did you get that from him at all? Because we I... watched the Bluebird documentary and he did turn up. Um, but I thought maybe you'd, you'd have forgotten. Yeah, I don't recall Gunner here either, actually. Oh, well, he's he's the one, um, he can't take his eyes off Scarlet. Um, and Deacon, oh, so he's you. So... <laughs> he's English, he can't take eyes off this girl. <laughs> right, I got it. Um, so Deacon, after kind of saying, oh yeah, I've got your demo, I, I won't use it as a coaster to Avery, he turns to Gunner and he says, great things are coming for you, you're going to be on that stage one day. It's not gonna, not long till you're up there. You're it's up not going to be a problem for you. <laughs> God, really. Um... Uh, and he talks about Scarlet. He says, what are you working about? Oh, Avery. And Gunner says, oh, no, you know. Uh, and he says, well, you know, keep an eye on her. And she's, he says, well, I can't can't take my eyes off Scarlet. And she goes, and... Uh, she's got a stalker. And Deacon says, well, you better look out because she's got the family curse. She always picks the ones who, breaks your, who break your heart, which is, I wonder what... Uh, what that can mean. What Deacon's curse? Where, yeah, I, don't, I don't know what that would refer I mean, to at all. I mean, there's, there's 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 no kind of other characters that he might have been with at any point that have been introduced so far. So it's very confusing. <laughs> there's just maybe it's just an improv from classic. It's classic Chip Essen improv. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Wait, we'll never know. Old of that demo. Oh boy, that's a prop. Um, so... it's, one of the, it's one of the greatest hits. We're out in the uh, the Bluebird parking lot now. Yes, um, it's uh, outside. I've been there a couple of times, but yep. uh, most of the time I'm, I'm chained up in here. Awkwardly. <laughs> Don't complain. Um, I'll just tighten those chains. Just you know do. I'll do it. <laughs> oh, oh, I'll welcome it. Go on. Uh, so Julia, uh... Julia uh, comes up to Deacon and uh, kind of flirts with him. Asks oh, him boy, yeah. if she wants to write with him and record uh, Back Home, which yeah. he was just singing in Bluebird. Uh, she wants him as a new band leader. And he says, well, no, I'm, I'm working with Raina. I'm, I'm Raina's band leader. Yeah. So oh, I don't think that, that tour is going to happen. So, well, I haven't heard that. That's all I'm saying. Um, so he has a new job opportunity. Yeah. Someone who's on the rise. And so. will have investment. Yeah. It's a firm financial security. But is it selling your soul and your artistry? And your friendship. These are the kind of dilemmas of drama. And we're only in the pilot episode. We're not I even mean, at the end of it yet. Because yeah. she's got to get in her car, listen yep. to some real weird electronic music going on. <laughs> it is weird for a country star to be listening to that, but okay. Hey, people, um, hey, you got your music yeah. education from a lot of places. Yeah, I suppose. Um, well, it's the next day now. 
uh, Lamar is looking at perhaps introducing a was it a baseball court? Is it? Is that what you call uh, it's a, it's it's a sports sports ground venture. Um, I don't know the difference between half of the stuff. Uh, and he starts talking about how he wants Look, his it's not own a cricket mayor. Pavilion. He wants he wants his own mayor. He wants Ooh. to control the mayor, basically. Powers um, the powers that booth wants to be the power behind the powers. If only there was someone who was cash poor who who, who could manipulate perhaps. And, yeah, and like nearby, nearby, like a like yeah, on the family tree. <laughs> nearby on the family tree. How about Teddy? No, his name's There's Teddy. He's unelectable just by that. <laughs> it is true. It's but the, Theodore Theodore so. Roosevelt. You see, yeah, he was called Teddy once you got used to him. Yeah, it was exactly. like, hey, it's yeah. Teddy Roosie, because that's um, terrible. Well, we're back on stage now. Rayla oh, is rehearsing, singing "It's My Life," the Bon Jovi classic. No, no, no huh? this isn't. No, this oh, this is, is uh... New Jersey. Sorry. <laughs> That's my that's my next my my next venture. Original is, uh, song is Red Bank. Um, all these songs that we've had so far, you, you only hear little snippets of it, but you can you can listen to them on the album. Oh, um, can, oh, the sorry. Album. I, at the credits at the end, it didn't say buy the album now. Click here. <laughs> Weird. No, not yet. Not yet. But, you know. <laughs> oh, every week there's a voiceover <laughs> going. Yeah, oh, don't remember. Don't forget to tip your waitresses and buy the album. Um, I'll come back now. <laughs> so Raina's Raina's rehearsing. Uh, we hear we hear a bit of "It's My Life" um, before she starts having a diva dip, as she calls it. Oh yeah, she does. Uh, and throws down a headset that's twelve hundred dollars, apparently. Yeah, expensive in ears. Well, I don't know. Um, um, her producer says, "Oh, that's twelve hundred dollars," but is that the headset or is that just the time <laughs> that she's wasting? I think it's all of it. But it's uh-huh. expressively discussing the actual monitors themselves being like it's a cockeyed spaniel. Well, she, she needs a break. Sorted. She does need a, need a break. And she comes out uh, to the bridge outside um, and walks and talks with Deacon. Deacon, yeah, who uh, they've worked together and nothing They've more. worked together for 20 years. 20 it's, a lo- years. it's a long friendship. Um, and he says to her, you know, you can, you can cut and run and come back anytime. You know, you can, he says, you're not some overnight sensation. Nope. But you are sensational overnight. What? I don't understand that. Is that another one of his classic means nothing improv? There's <laughs> that Chepestin joke. And he tells her that uh, Juliet has come and offered him a, a job. Mm-hmm. And he asks, I want, I always wondered why he never cut more of my songs, the ones I've written. And she says, yeah, I always thought they were about me. And he says they are. Which like, that's quite oh. sweet because, you know, I write about my friends a lot as well. Yeah. And my, my, my platonic neutral friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. Platonic neutral friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now we're uh, at a radio show, uh, Wattie White's radio show on oh, WFM. Oh, so the producer. Uh, Tammy producer and meth, meth dealer. Tammy Wynette's Stand By Your Man has just finished. Um, and Raina is on the show. It's sort of like a Songs of Your Life. This is your life. Desert Island Discs kind of thing. Um, and she chooses her eighth song is uh, the song that made her want to be a country star. Rose Coloured yeah. Glasses by John Con- Conley. <laughs> John Conley. I don't know why I said it like that. Oh, I uh, enjoyed it. <laughs> and she she starts talking about uh, this uh, this girl Juliet again. She just can't keep her off her mind mm. uh, while the song's playing. Um, she be off air. About. 
she says to Wattie, do you, do you think she's going to be a flash in the pan? Or he's like, oh, no, I don't think so. I think she's she's in it for the long run, you know. Yeah. You better hedge your bets. Uh, Juliet, meanwhile, is back in the studio. Uh, she's hidden away. People are looking for her. She's in the closet talking to her mum. <gasps> she uh, got another phone call? Yeah, from her mum somehow. Somehow oh, her mum's found a number again. And all she wants is about $50. That's all. I mean, I think story. if we if we gathered a group together, we could probably fund her. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is this is twenty twelve money as well, so it's much cheaper. <laughs> it's before the economy um, went bust a third time. Well, someone finds her. I believe it's Randy, uh, and she starts Definitely making out with him because then they get Randy. Yep. She gets off um, the phone. She gets on him. She gets off the phone and gets off with him. Hey. Yes, we both did the joke. We both <laughs> did the joke. We're adults. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, Lamar uh, convinces Teddy to run for mayor. Did you start calling him Lamar? Just call him the Powers. Daddy. Um... <laughs> you're not in Lamar. Lamar. No, no, you're right. You're right. Daddy, oh, no. daddy oh, comes God. to Teddy and says, Teddy, listen to Daddy. Um, Do you call your father be... Teddy? No, I just call Lamar Teddy. Do you call um... your mum Mumsy? <laughs> no, oh. Lamar. Um... <laughs> And Teddy says, oh, I don't know about it. He says, all right, promise you won't hurt um, Cole. Rainer. <laughs> and Rainer, but mainly Cole, uh, his his competition. Um, don't, don't you know, I know what you're like. Don't go spreading rumours. Don't go wacky don't, in the don't, middle of the don't night. Don't play dirty and, and I'll consider it. So now he's got to go back home and tell Rainer. He's, he's, he's going for mayor and uh, daddy's go told him to go for mayor. The problem is, Raina yeah. has already said she'll play at Cole's announcement at the same time because they're both going to announce on Monday. Oh dear, that's so like a conflict gonna, of interest. Yeah, is Raina going to go and uh, play a song or two at Cole's announcement, or is she going to go and support her husband Teddy um, and, and destroy, destroy the American community who might do something so that she can get a leg up in power and some sort of white supremacist situation? I'm assuming. <laughs> It seems like the politics of this aren't well organised. Yeah. Um, well, back at the Bluebird, uh, Scarlett and Gunner are sat together, mm. and um, uh, she shows Gunner her poems that she writes. She writes poems, um, which but you she know, doesn't. I think she could set to music. She could. She she knows a few chords here and there, but she, she doesn't. It's how and, the Red Hot Chili Peppers got started. Gunner just snatches the poems away from her. And says, "All right, you 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 sing, and I'll I'll play." And you, you just let me know when I'm close. And he starts playing the tune and and what's going to happen there? What's that going to turn into? This, this is what I ask you as well. You just tell me when you're close. <laughs> Weirdly, it's been a long time behind at the backstage and never once. Never once. Never once. Well, well be... I'm still... I'm still... Warmer? Uh, colder? <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes it's warmer. Oh dear. Um, so now we have the meeting at the uh, the label with uh, Rainer, who my notes have turned into Ryan. Um, <laughs> just hey, hey, now. If, if, if you're fancying a gender reversal Nashville, let's get it going. <laughs> so Rainer's uh, been at Edge Hill for 20 years. She's um, she's won nine Grammys and four CMAs in that time. They've got um, her records up on the wall. Yeah. Yep. 
nice decent um, size not too over the top not too dramatic nothing you know disgusting and like an eyesore no one would want you know your picture huge and your name huge and badly written yeah Juliet dance um, Juliet dance that's what you thought yeah <laughs> the curling is off <laughs> on Juliet's um, gigantic blow up so she has a meeting and mm. um she basically ends the meeting with you can kiss my decision as it as it's walking out the door so i don't think she's gonna do that at all i, I don't understand how her ass is a decision i'm sure uh, that's what she's going for it's yeah. very confusing i don't understand yeah. business it's natural ah um <laughs> music and arse industries <laughs> um i mean and so she leaves the, the meeting and um goes and faces daddy and she <sighs> says what do you want from teddy you know what, what's what's your end game here and he says, "You just you you just support your husband, right? Don't you worry about anything else. You just support your husband." And and you... Powers Booth gives the starts going <laughs> and chomps a cigar. He says, and "Remember, one, and... <laughs> go on." <laughs> and he opens the door, and there's a group of people who are just tied up, bloodied, and he gets the, the cigar <laughs> chomper out. And he goes, "Watch this as well while I'm doing this," and starts chopping them up to pieces. And he goes, "But don't worry, everything's fine. Just focus." <laughs> Good guy. Good guy, Powers. Yeah. Um, and he says, don't forget who paid for your first album. And I'm you assuming know. that means the record label. The record label paid for the first album. That's no, what no, contract... it wasn't that. that what? It wasn't that Rinky Dink record uh, label. What? But even a Rinky Dink record label, they'll have to, you know, secure a, uh, a viable disc to put it on. And an <laughs> MP3 player that can then convert the... I don't understand. That's t- digital technology, right? <laughs> Maybe it's a waffle. Maybe it was in web form, and that thus that has to get a bigger file size because it's uncompressed. That does cost a lot. <laughs> that does cost. Um, well, uh, he's just says to Raina, you know, support Teddy for little uh, Maddie's sake. What's that all about? I don't know. What's that all about? I'm just I don't know, Johnny. Don't scene. ask me these questions. It's not fair. <laughs> I genuinely have no ability to understand. Um, after all he's done for you, especially as it relates to Little Maddie. Now, Little Maddie is a character? the eldest daughter. Okay. The one Raina's, with Raina's old, yeah, Raina's eldest daughter, especially oh. as it relates to Little Maddie. Um, I didn't realise that they set this up in the pilot episode until I rewatched this. Okay, I've um, seen Chinatown. Is it that? Uh, I've not seen Chinatown, so what is that? It's for Chinatown, then. Um, and then we cut to the final sort of scene. Like, yeah. um, oh, I'm trying to think of the word. It's cut between different scenes. Montage. Montage. That was it. Uh, and what do you French need for a montage? You need, you need a song. No. You need a song for a montage. Johnny, I don't and think we, we have... should put songs in this. We can't put music in this. We have the best now. song and we have the most full song of, okay. this, of this pilot. Uh, if I didn't know better. With Scarlet and Gunner and you up on stage at the Bluebird. Right. Uh, meanwhile, Juliet is uh, with Deacon at her mansion. Uh, songwriting, mm. as the kids call it these days. Right? These days, kids don't call it anything because they're not out there doing anything. <laughs> so in lockdown. Um, and Raina is uh, backstage at Teddy's uh, male candidacy announcement. Which is different to being backstage at the Bluebird. Yes. Very because different. we don't have it's any kind of expectation. Um, 
So she's she's gone to Teddy. She's gone to support her husband instead. Um, she's just about to go out, and uh, her producer gives her a call because he's at the Bluebird. And he says, right. "Just just just listen to this," and he holds the, the phone up. And her producer to, um, is uh, Marvin. Scarlet. Marvin Berry. <laughs> um, he holds the phone up to Scarlet and uh, Gunner, singing "If I Didn't Know Better." And this, for me, was the moment where I was like, "Okay, I'm in. I'm in right. with this." And and I totally understand now why you didn't get interested because you hadn't reached this point. Because <laughs> I hadn't hit the last five seconds of yeah. the TV show. <laughs> I don't. In my notes here, I've written in caps lock, electricity. The the. Yes, you should pay between your um, <laughs> between Gunner and Scarlet. It's just. I remember watching this the first time, and I think I'd done the same as you. I'd watched like half an episode, and I I turned off. You dismissed it because it's not real country music; it's people yeah. talking. And then I re I rewatched it, um, and got to the end of the episode. I was like, "Oh, oh, I liked it. This is interesting." Okay. Um, and the song is is gorgeous, don't you think? I said the song is gorgeous. I waited for you to explain yourself. If I didn't know better, come on. I mean, I don't just the way that they sound when they're singing it is just. And um, Gunner's falsetto is on point. It's just beautiful. Can you do falsetto? <laughs> or are you more a trucetto? <laughs> of course, trucetto is uh, the Prime Minister of Canada. I'm more just false. Um, but. <laughs> But that's our pilot episode. Um, now you've finally watched the entire episode, not just. I've watched minutes. all forty minutes. How do you feel going into this? Are you are you intrigued? I'm still not sure. It's very soapy. It is it's, very soapy. It's wildly, like un, unashamedly soapy. Yeah, catty. Oh, yeah. They're setting up plot lines that are just like, hmm, I'm going. You know, Powers Booth is just clamming it up. He is chomping upon the scenery like nobody's business, which I love. Great okay. simplicity. Cool. Music-wise, I'm still not feeling the actual music yet. Oh, I was just about to ask. I, I, I sort of understand that, because the music that we have in it, um, we have about five songs, four songs? It's a lot of songs. Um, but only one we, only snippets. we really hear fully um, yeah. at the very end. And what um, I will say, was the pi- with this pilot, I don't, we have the scene on the bridge, which was interesting, but off, beyond that, I don't feel a sense of place, even with the bluebird. Okay. I feel like there needs to be a bit more connective tissue around the locations and the world. They but hopefully in the next couple of, yeah. in the next couple of weeks we'll start seeing more of the world in between the stages. Because we get that opening shot, the opening sequence of her sitting in her house and then cut straight to the stage was a bit too sudden. Yeah. A bit too yeah. house and then real you know, stardom. I, yeah. I want I want the in betweens. I want the moments where people aren't performing and aren't just showing their reality i want to see how they get from one place to another how they become not mother right. not not wife of teddy but but you're not you're not uh, you're not completely against uh continuing this for now for, for now johnny <laughs> i'm not against continuing sitting through another 40 minutes of this i was very worried going into this because i was like that, i don't want to i would out of hand completely deny the concept of natural <laughs> I, was, I know it's a place. I was talking to someone last night. I know it's I a state like, of oh. mind. <laughs> I was talking to a friend last night. I said, oh, I'm, I'm recording this uh, new podcast. Yeah. We're going to give it a try. It's a little test. 
and I'm just like, I don't want 124 episodes of having to constantly convince Andrew that this is an all right show. I'm not saying it's the best show in the world. It's not Breaking Bad or anything like that. But no, I, but it I does like have it. a water I enjoy wine. it. <laughs> <laughs> right, but we're not going to do 124 episodes because uh, next week we're also going to cover this pilot. We're also what? yeah, we're going to watch it backwards to see if it makes uh, okay. more sense. If you watch it reverse, is this Tenet? Yes. Right. <laughs> it's one word, Nashville. Until next week. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, um, <laughs> I mean, I don't sorry. know. I don't know when we're going to come back. If it's going to be a, a weekly, a bi-weekly, yes. what we're going to do with this until tomorrow. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not that quickly. But until uh, five minutes time. <laughs> But for now, thank you for sticking with us. And Johnny, thank you for your exhaustive rundown and notes. I was quite, I was quite proud of myself. Right? I, 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 I watched right, well, this like three times in a row. You do, you do understand that you've set precedent. I have. I have indeed. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah. It's... Get yourself ready to be uh, noting down all of Chip Heston's classic moments. Oh, Chip Heston doesn't have any classic moments. He this. does. Charles Heston. Has some great classic moments. It's Charles Heston has some great classic uh, moments. I don't know who this. that is. Chip Heston doesn't actually appear. Well, he does because I've seen his face. But weirdly, um, I didn't hear his voice. I heard some sort of singer's voice. It was very peculiar. <laughs> well, All right. I, well, no, look, look, you're coming from a place of. I'm coming from ignorance. You're coming from knowledge. From this love. pilot, and love. <laughs> from this pilot, who has established the best uh, character that they are going to continue with? as they are here. Do you see anyone who's like, yes, you've nailed it down from the first moment? Oh, or, oh that's interesting. That um, of, uh, building? I think there's a lot more to get into with Deacon. Right. Um, it, it turns quite dark, which is quite interesting. Um, Ship goes dark. Um, I think Juliet yeah. is probably the, the most... Juliet and Scarlet, I'd say. So uh, Hayden and Claire. Yeah. Um, they both do like obviously uh, grow into their characters more as the show progresses, and there's more. Sure. There's more like exploration, and there's more time, and the writers have yeah. had more time to fill out the gaps. And and they and they do more, but um, but for now, I think it's a great introduction to them. Uh, you know, are you years, saying this, this because you, a young <laughs> red-blooded male, is looking at two <laughs> young blonde women and going, yes? <laughs> You're the bestest. They have one more, more fun, okay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... You are uh, a gentleman. Juliet's got the whole sort of, you know, diva-ness going. Yeah. Um, and Scarlet is this timid girl who who has such potential but hasn't had that shove yet. And, and Gunner is there to help with that. And, and it's... Gunner and, Gunner and Scarlet are a fantastic duo as we've already seen at the end of this episode <laughs> right um, of course. so yeah I, I would say uh julia and uh and claire <laughs> or... <laughs> you say that with such weird love, I, love claire Bowen. Yeah. I think she's a fantastic singer she's got she released her own um uh her debut album uh about must have been two years ago or so and it's right. well worth a check it's well worth listening to. Uh, I think you should do that before we do our next episode. That's homework for everybody. Yes. Listening. Yeah. Well then, I guess for now, for now, we're going to have to uh, pack up. The show's over, and we're going to clean up the bluebird. 
Let's get, let's get let's chairs get, on top of the tables. Chairs on top of the tables. We've got to get the kitchen sorted out and uh, get a bucket for the bathroom. Until next time. Until next time. Thank you for coming backstage at the Bluebird. <laughs>